we looked at last time is, is that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and I want to just, just, and then I'll comment here a moment, and Brother Aaron's going to jump right in here as we move along here. But Paul, writing to the church at Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, he began by talking about how they need to walk. And, of course, he's writing to believers. He's writing to believers, and this is one of his earliest epistles to those in Thessalonica, which is apropos for us today, wherever we're at. And he talks about how we're supposed to please God. That's uh, chapter 4, verse 1. And uh, he talks about how what the will of God is, our sanctification, abstaining from fornication, uh, which he's talking, a fornication uh, is any type of sex outside of marriage, okay? And uh, then he talks about uh, possessing our sanct- uh, vessel in sanctification and honor. And he goes on to talk about, we, we're not called to uncleanness, but to holiness. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then talks about brotherly love briefly there in verse nine. And, uh, you know, minding our own business, uh, which uh, is an important thing for us to do. Uh, in verse 11, walking honestly, verse 12. And then verse 13, he switches to talk about Evidently, he got some uh, questions about people's uh, believers' predecessors who had died in the faith, who had known Jesus, that had uh, fallen asleep. And the Bible talks about that, particularly about falling asleep is not what, you know, what people think about when they do that every night or whatever their course of sleep is in a 24-hour period, but how that they, um, they, they die and what happens to them. So mm-hmm. evidently there were some that were troubled and they wanted further information about that. And Paul wanted to comfort their hearts. And from that, he goes mm-hmm. into the coming of the Lord and when that's all going to transpire. So, and again, uh, you're right. Uh, you're, you're right. Pastor Monty uh, sleep, sleep in Jesus. That's the, uh, the physical death. It just simply your, your, uh, your spirit's gone to be with the Lord, but the sleep is your physical body. Yeah, that that's the sleep. It, it it needs to be awakened again. Yeah, uh, and it will. Praise the Lord. He's getting into that. So I just thought to mention that about the, the sleep is the physical death of the saints. Yeah, and it's not the uh, sleep like uh, you have some other religions teach like uh, teach right. like soul sleep. You right, know, right. You're in the grave and don't know nothing until the resurrection. No, that's, that's not that's, it. That's not what Paul, and you can see that mm-hmm. in Philippians chapter 1, 2 Corinthians mm-hmm. chapter 5, that to mm-hmm. be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And he talks yes. about that in Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians, for we know if this mm-hmm. earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, we have a building from God eternal in the heavens, mm-hmm. right? And that's Amen. Where we get the verse of scripture in verse 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight, but he said, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Yes. And that kind of goes back into what we could further read there in First Thessalonians 5, where he talked about the sanctification. Of, he said, I pray to God, your whole spirit, soul, and body mm-hmm. be preserved blameless until yes. the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So man is, uh, you have redemption on three levels. We have redemption mm-hmm. for our spirit because we've been born again. Praise mm-hmm. God. If any man mm-hmm. be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have mm-hmm. passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm-hmm. We get that. We're new on the inside. Our sins are washed away by the blood of Jesus the moment we're born again. But mm-hmm. then secondly, as we read in uh, Romans chapter 12, he said there in verses 1 and 2, I beseech thee, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you mm-hmm. may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Amen. So you have the process of, of getting our mind renewed, our soul, which is our mind, mm-hmm. will, and our emotions, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because man is a tripart being, just like a, mm-hmm. a tricycle is three wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the human, the, we are made up as uh, spirit mm-hmm. beings. Uh, Mm -hmm. that have a soul and live in a physical body. Now, Mm -hmm. the physical body aspect is something that Jesus paid for, that we have the Mm -hmm. down payment. We've received the earnest of the spirit. 
but we Amen. in the future one day are going to receive a glorified body. And we'll yes. get to that scripture tonight too. Here's the beginning. But I lay that all out is because if we understand the soul sleep that some talk mm. about, you're not dead in the grave like you're dead and you just don't exist, okay? Mm -mm. Then there's other religions that believe in something that's called annihilationism, okay? That mm -hmm. you just cease to exist altogether, even your spirit. Well, the Bible, mm -hmm. the Bible is the only book that tells mm -hmm. us from heaven, mm -hmm. from God, uh, mm -hmm. about the existence and operation of the spirit world and does it in an accurate mm -hmm. way. It's the only mm -hmm. one that does that. So we Amen. have to get our information not from psychologists and psychiatrists. Right. We need to get it from the written word of God because yes, that sir. gives us illumination into the existence of God, who he is, the very foundational things about what he did in creation and mm -hmm. what the future holds for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just as reliable as the past is in historic in history, as the Bible mm -hmm. tells us, the future is just as reliable in Christ. So when Amen. we read the book of Revelation, we shouldn't be afraid. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we're afraid for other people that are not Christians, but that's why we pray for them, and that's why we're to occupy until he come. Okay, so mm -hmm. anyway, Amen. but as we're going into this, the asleepness, when he's talking about asleep, and that's one thing that uh, the Lord Jesus told Dad Hagen when he appeared to him in one of the visions, when he was down in El Paso, mm -hmm. Texas, and Long story mm -hmm. short, he had fallen and knocked his elbow out of place, and Jesus came mm -hmm. in, and he had what was called an open vision, which mean, means you see with your mm -hmm. eyes wide open. And what he did mm -hmm. was he come into his hospital room and pulled up a chair next to him and sat down and talked to him for an hour <laughs> and a half and told him about where he missed it because he had fallen and knocked yeah. his elbow out of place. And one of the things he said to him, he said, he said, my will is, he says, my perfect, my best is that mm -hmm. my children live out their their whole life, uh, that mm -hmm. free from sickness and disease, and just fall mm -hmm. asleep in me. Now, that's yes. the word he used, fall asleep in fall me asleep and come on home. And, mm -hmm. and so, but when we think about sleep, we think of just about just dozing off and going. Mm -hmm. And you're not thinking, mm -hmm. you're not feeling anything. It's to, mm -hmm. you see, for the Christian, we don't need to go, it's not, we shouldn't ever go through the jaws of death, we should only go through the gates of death. Amen. And the jaws, God just wants us to, our body wears out. We we fall asleep in Jesus. I can give you several testimonies tonight to where people were just worshiping the Lord. And one day they decided, well, I believe that today's the day I'm going home. And Amen. Uh, they, they saw Amen. Jesus and just took off. Just Yay, laid the body down and bam, they were gone. So, right. so, so death, and as it says in the book of Hebrews, Jesus has conquered uh, the fear the fear of death. Yes, and we shouldn't be afraid to die as a yes. believer anyway. So I mean, you think about it, your worst day here on earth, you know, it's like, devil, what are you doing? You're trying to threaten me with heaven? <laughs> so, I mean, we, we need to keep the same right perspective yeah. about things, even right. though we go through tests and trials. And, uh, you know, it's not fun in the natural but we know mm -hmm. where our ultimate destination mm -hmm. is. Amen. And even so, Paul anyway, there in chapter one of Philippians said, I'm in the, in the, in the twix between the two, what shall I choose to yeah. depart and be with Christ, which is far better or, or to remain here for your progress and joy in the faith. I mean, he had the choice. He was yeah. considering which one he, he is going to choose. And he chose to stay with him a little longer. Hallelujah. Amen. And thank God he did. So glory. Yeah, he did. He said that was more needful for you. That's there in yes. Philippians chapter one. Yes. But, uh, uh, yeah, and he said, I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, not just a little bit better, not just better. <laughs> Amen. Said, far better. Amen. So anyway, Praise be that God. as it may, as we're looking here in First Thessalonians 4, and we're going to go back to chapter one here, but this kind of sets the groundwork for what he's talking about as we're talking about the return of the Lord Jesus and... Mm. Uh, by our gathering together unto him and what mm -hmm. actually happens to our physical body. Now, last mm -hmm. week, what we covered was, is we looked here in verse 13. He said, I don't want you ignorant brethren concerning them, which are asleep or those uh, believers, your kin folks, your friends, uh, predecessors in the faith that have mm -hmm. quote unquote fallen asleep. 
And he said that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. See, the world doesn't have hope, but praise God, we do. Yes, and we do. That's that's the greatest blessing that we can have is knowing that our future hope is solid in Christ Jesus. Amen. So uh, he didn't want them to sorrow even as others who have no hope. Then in verse 14, he said, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, which we do believe, amen? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So them also which sleep in Jesus, mm-hmm. in other words, those that have already died, will mm-hmm. God bring with him. And this is where he begins to go into mm-hmm. his second coming, okay? Mm-hmm. And now, just to hold your place right there, I want to again bring this out. This is very important. In the New Testament, when you look at Matthew 24, okay, mm-hmm. Ma- Jesus did not talk about something totally different and removed in Matthew mm-hmm. 24 than what Paul was mm-hmm. bringing further illumination mm-hmm. to by the yes. same Holy Ghost in Amen. 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians and in the book of Revelation, okay? Mm-hmm. And Amen. also, too, obviously, from the Old Testament. You see, most of the not only the major prophets, but also the, what we call the minor prophets, and they were only minor in that they wrote less than the mm-hmm. uh, the five major ones, okay? Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. be that as it may, but, but, but the mm-hmm. Lord is coming one time. One time. He's coming back one time. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures make this clear, okay? So we're going to let mm-hmm. the scriptures speak again. And we looked at this last mm-hmm. time, First Thessalonians chapter 1. Let's mm-hmm. see here what he was saying to the church. He said, let's start, and uh, we can pick up there in verse 9. It says, For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and mm-hmm. to wait for his son from where? From heaven. From heaven. Right? Mm-hmm. Wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which mm-hmm. delivered us from the wrath to come. Hallelujah. Okay. So I, I, I brought that out earlier, and Paul talked to the church at Ephesus about that and other places, but he's talking here about we're waiting for his son from heaven. What is that? He's coming, okay? Mm-hmm. And what you're going to discover as we're looking at these things is, again, is that when it talks about the day of the Lord, uh, uh, the coming of the Lord, and mm-hmm. he uses and say, says this in different ways, the day of God mm-hmm. there in Peter. Mm-hmm. He's talking about, mm-hmm. they're all synonymous with talking about mm-hmm. the coming of the Lord, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Even so, even the day of judgment is also included in that. The day, that day or the day of judgment also. It's exactly. all the same. Exactly. Now, okay, now slide over to chapter 2. And let's look here. Let's so again go to the end of chapter two, and let's start here in verse, and we'll read from uh, verse seventeen uh, down through verse nineteen and twenty. It says, "But we, brethren, being taken from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavor the more abundantly to see your face with great desire. Wherefore, even we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us, and you know he still does that today." as for most of you are very well aware of, that mm-hmm. uh, the Lord's always trying to thwart the plan of God. You know, you get mm-hmm. saved, and that's that's right. Uh, you know, sometimes people say, well, I'll just get saved, and your, my problems are over. Oh, no, <laughs> they just began. <laughs> because now you're going to have to put up with standing against the wiles of the devil and what yes. he wants to do to try to destroy everything God wants you to have and and try mm-hmm. to take that away from you but mm-hmm. he, but 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 Paul was even hindered here and uh, his mm-hmm. helpers but now notice verse 19 it says for what is our hope or joy or crown or of rejoicing are not mm-hmm. even ye in the presence of our lord jesus christ at what mm-hmm. at his what at his coming coming singular coming. now i want mm-hmm. you to notice this it's never in the plural Mm-mm. No. Who's he writing to? Well, the laws of Bible interpretation is who's doing the speaking, mm-hmm. who are they mm-hmm. talking to, and mm-hmm. what are they talking about? Okay? Mm-hmm. So right. who's Paul talking to? He's talking to born-again Christians. Mm-hmm. He's talking to believers. And mm-hmm. what's he talking about? He's talking about the coming again. Mm-hmm. He also talked mm-hmm. about that at the end of chapter 1. He's talking mm-hmm. about 
the coming of mm. the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Amen. Now, we just mm. read about that in chapter 4, right? Now, mm-hmm. what else does he say? You're going to see that the scriptures are replete with this same thread mm-hmm. coming in the singular. All right. Now, let's move mm-hmm. down to uh, chapter tra- chapter uh, chapter 3. And look what uh, it says there's a start in verse 10. It says, Mm -hmm. night and day praying exceeding that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now, God Mm -hmm. himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you. And the Lord Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. Mm -hmm. To the end, this is where we want to get. He mm-hmm. may establish your hearts unblameable mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. holiness before God, mm-hmm. even our Father, at what? At, at the, the coming. coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with who? Mm. With all his saints. With all his saints, <laughs> praise God. All his saints. Now, what's praise the word God. there, coming? Is it singular or plural? Singular. It's singular. Yes, okay? it is. So we see this mm-hmm. again. It's not plural. Okay, then, as we read a little bit ago in chapter mm-hmm. four, let's mm-hmm. start up and pick up again in verse. And, and before you read that verse, that's this next scripture again, what you just read, Pastor, to the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, to be unblameable. At his coming. Yes. I mean, the scripture is clear about he wants us to be without fault. Uh, and, yes. and he's able to keep us from falling and present us before the presence of his glory with there, you know, in Jude. And so yes. it is God's will that we, we appear unto him with him unblameable and establish your hearts that way in holiness before God. Yes. That is so encouraging that that's how we can be ready at his coming. And with him, I mean, it's just glorious. That is his will. And so yeah. this is to be noted as well. Uh, this is the will of God for us to be wholly sanctified, to be ready for that hour. Amen. amen. Yes. Glory. Praise God. So I heard true. somebody yeah. say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so now when he goes on there, as we read a little bit earlier here at the beginning, For if we believe that Jesus dies and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus. Now, that's what we just read there in verse 13 of chapter 3. Okay. The saint coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. See, this Mm -hmm. is he didn't write this epistle, this letter in chapter and verse. It was subdivided later for reference sake. But Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people think, well, he's disconnected from anything else he said in a different chapter, but that's not the mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he says, so we would not have you ignorant brethren concerning them, which are asleep that you sorrow, not even as others, which have no hope for if we mm-hmm. believe that Jesus died and rose again. Amen. We do. Even so mm-hmm. them also, which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. There okay. it is again. <laughs> there it is again. God's bringing him with him. Then he begins in verse 15 saying, for this, we say, unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto what? The coming of the the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here we have it again, the fourth time here. Yes. about the coming. Mm -hmm. Fourth time in this epistle, the coming Mm -hmm. of our Lord shall not prevent, and the word simply prevent means to proceed. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Prevents an old English word. It's still used today Mm -hmm. uh, by different ones. You hear it now and then. And even see it in in writings and periodicals. So, mm-hmm. but the word has a specific meaning. So it means to precede. So, mm-hmm. and we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not precede them which are asleep. For the mm-hmm. Lord Himself shall do what? Descend mm-hmm. from heaven with a shout, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. voice of the archangel, and mm-hmm. with the trump of God. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. thing to underline the trump of God because yes. we're going to talk about. The trump. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get mm-hmm. into that tonight. If not tonight, mm-hmm. maybe next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see, you know, you're going to see how this trump he's talking about is the last trump. Okay? Yes. 
And we're going to yes. go slide over to 1 Corinthians 15, and you'll see this in just a moment. But let's re- continue to read here for a moment that the Lord's going to descend from him with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the mm-hmm. dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we mm-hmm. which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, mm-hmm. and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then mm-hmm. look at verse 18. He says, mm-hmm. wherefore, comfort one another with the words. Amen. Another with these words. So these this words. bring a tremendous amount of comfort to us. Yes. That, that Hallelujah. Hey, the Lord's on our side, and that when he comes and, and the dead in Christ rise, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to be caught up with him. Glory mm-hmm. to God. And Glory to God. Glorious time. Now, <laughs> I want you to hold your place there and go to 1 Corinthians 15. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And here what we're going to see is when he was talking there about in verse 16 of chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians, he was talking about the dead in Christ shall rise first. Okay, so now mm-hmm. where else do we get light about exactly how that's going to transpire and take place? First Corinthians mm-hmm. chapter 15. That is known, and, and uh, several of you probably know this, but this is the, known as the great resurrection chapter in mm-hmm. the New Testament. Yes, First it is. 15. Pastor yeah. Rocky, yeah. I have a question. It's okay. okay. Now, Pastor, it says that when an archangel and, and Jesus is going to shout, like, and, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and then we'll be caught up, or those who are alive will be caught up. Now, that means well, I'm going to be changed. We're going to be changed. We're no longer going to be of this corrupted earth. So right. my question is, is that people are in heaven, the saints are in heaven, they're going to come to, they're going to be coming with Jesus and then being transformed too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to receive a glorified body. Now, this mm-hmm. is what he's going to, we're going to read about here, Elise, here in 1 Corinthians 15, because, mm-hmm. the, and uh, let's, let's go ahead and read this. We'll read a little bit here. Uh, and, and if you start in verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 15, writing to Corinthian believers, which is apropos to us now, he said, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which you also have received and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which also I received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. This is, this is all Scripture. And he's talking about relating to the Old Testament that Jesus was going to prophetically fulfill, okay, Mm -hmm. with his coming. Mm -hmm. Now, he said, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Mm -hmm. Now, remember that, I mean, Jesus talked about that. Remember when he talked to his disciples? uh, He said, destroy this temple in three days. It's going to be raised up. Yes, yes. And so Uh he was talking and the Bible actually says in John's gospel that he was referring because they thought he was nuts. They said, mm-hmm. it says, the scripture says, he's re- he was referring to the temple of his body. Yes, he yes. He was referring to his physical body, okay? Yes, and yes. And that's what God the Father was going to do. The Bible tells us that Jesus was raised by the glory of the Father, which was by mm-hmm. the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, mm-hmm. so... He was ra- rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. He was seen of the 12, and then it goes on through, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in a, you know, the, he was seen of the 500. And then mm-hmm. Paul said he was seen of me, last of all, as one born out of due time. And in mm-hmm. verse 8, and, uh, he's, mm-hmm. and, and Paul here says, uh, as he reads on here, he said, now in verse 12, he said, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some of you that there's no resurrection of the dead? And see, you find that today in false religions. And that's that's the, really the crux of Christianity is because mm-hmm. if Jesus didn't raise, mm-hmm. be raised from the dead, as we're right. not ready to read, then we're still dead in our trespasses and sins. That's why all those apostles, they had to be witnesses, eyewitnesses of his resurrection. And even when they chose Matthias to replace the bishopric yes. of Judas, he had to be with them also from the beginning to going in and out among us up until him being taken up to heaven of the 12 eyewitnesses of his resurrection. And that's why they, he said, we cannot speak from what we've heard and seen. How can we not? 
when they were commanded not to teach or preach at all in the name of Jesus because of this resurrection that they saw eyewitnesses, glory to God, which we're going to receive ourselves soon. Amen. Amen. That's what we're looking into. All right. Yes. Yes. So you know, when he, pastors, pa- yeah. Pastor Monty, real fa- Pastor Monty, real fast. So what we're saying is that we're the uh, every eye is going to see. The Bible says every one is going to see Jesus yes. come. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Sinner, Christian, everybody's going to see him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that means that we're they they're going to witness the greatest. Uh, I don't know what the word to use. Uh, Show on earth that even the dead in Christ is going to be sanctified in their in the eyes of this world and everyone that was on this earth. Yeah, yeah, Amen. yeah. No, it, it is now. Hallelujah. Glimmer of this, uh, Elise, and for everyone, hold your place there and look at Matthew chapter twenty-seven. Look at Matthew twenty-seven. Now, what you see here is. This is after Jesus uh, died uh, on the cross, and he had said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And you see an event. Now, we don't have that much light on it, but it gets us into getting a glimmer of light of Uh something amazing that transpired right when, when Jesus died. Okay. Amen. Now, look, now, now look at this. If you, if you jump down here in Matthew 27, uh, and look here in verse 47. Let's just start reading there. And so some of them that stood there when they heard that said, this man called for Elias because he had said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. In other words, mm-hmm. my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember the sky and it was dark uh, for mm-hmm. several hours, right? Mm-hmm. When he died. Now, mm-hmm. it, it, so they thought he was calling for Elijah. And then straightway, one of them ran up, took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. See, they thought that he was mm-hmm. calling for somebody to come and save him. All mm-hmm. right. And then it says, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Mm. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Signifying the old is done. The new is yes. done. Okay. Amen. When Jesus said it's finished, it's finished. All right. Yes, now, sir. now this is where we wanted to get to. So. The earth did quake, last part of verse 51, and the rocks rent. And now look at verse 52. It says, mm-hmm. the graves were opened and many bodies mm. of the saints <laughs> which slept arose <laughs> and came out of the graves. It says many, it didn't say all. Yeah. Many came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared mm-hmm. unto many. Now, <laughs> You think about this. Now, we could talk a long time about this. We only have mm-hmm. a little bit of light about this. But imagine one mm-hmm. of your predecessors that had died, <laughs> came out of the tombs, wrapped in grave clothes, and yeah. knocked at your door. And you said, what is going on here? <laughs> and that was a sign in a wonder of yes. itself. I wish yes. we had more light about this. Yes. What it says is many. And obviously, these yeah. went ahead and died again in mm-hmm. sometime in the future. But mm-hmm. uh, these ones, they came out of the gro- grave after mm-hmm. his resurrection. This is after, yes. obviously, the third day, all right, mm-hmm. when Jesus arose. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The, the, they came, these bo- mm-hmm. the pa- saints were evidently, they come up, and uh, when... They come up from Abraham's bosom. Yes, they did. When Jesus, the Bible says, when he ascended on high, led captivity captive. Peter said that he went down and preached to the spirits in prison. Yes, he did. So there was Abraham's bosom, right? And then Mm -hmm. there was a great gulf in between there. You can read about that in Luke chapter 16. Mm -hmm. But Jesus emptied out Abraham's bosom. And evidently, (laughs) uh, the ones... Uh, and them being called saints, they obviously had to be of the faith of Abraham, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But they picked up their bodies <laughs> for a period of time. Now, I'm telling you what, you talk about uh, causing a stir. 
<laughs> you you'd think about it. And, and man, I wish I've thought yeah. about this verse and passage. Probably Brother Aaron has too. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the depth behind that of what would yeah. have transpired in the yeah. days following the resurrection of Jesus. Woo! And remember, wow. they didn't ever find the body of Jesus. <laughs> and remember, right. the guards uh, were supposed to guard his body, and that tomb was sealed. <laughs> and they couldn't find, they found everything wrapped up neatly, and he was gone. <laughs> and the next thing we read about was him, <laughs> su- yes. suppose, Mary supposing he was the gardener, yes. right? Yes, in, right. In, John, in, the, in the Gospel of John. Yes. So, and so he said, touch me not, for I have ascended to my God and your God, my father yeah. and your father. Right. Glory to God. So I mean, you talk about a stirring going on there. And so we see that. We know yeah. the different ones yeah. were raised from the dead uh, yeah. through the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus. We know Lazarus, yeah. his yeah. close friend, was raised from the dead after four yeah. days. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, mm-hmm. We see this happening, so mm-hmm. you know it's it's nothing for God to do this, right? And remember, He makes the rules; we don't. Well, uh, and pa- so, and Pastor Monty, as you prayed earlier about the eyes of our understanding being being opened there from Luke twenty four, can you imagine when Jesus just now He just joins them as they're walking these two on the road to Emmaus, and and they're talking about all these things, the stir that you're saying, and Jesus said, "Well, what things?" So you, you mean you haven't heard? I mean, all in Jerusalem and all these things. He was this Jesus of Nazareth was mighty with God and all these signs and wonders. And, and then, you know, all this disturb. I mean, and Jesus is saying, well, tell me what things. I mean, it's yeah. glorious to walk with him. And then, but look, the word, the scriptures themselves are what he chose to reveal himself with the law of prophets and Moses and the Psalms, and praise God, that's why these scriptures to reveal even now to prepare us for this resurrection of our body, which is soon to come, hallelujah, it's glorious, that's why we're looking into this, that's why we so appreciate Pastor Monty bringing forth, it's hard to get through all of it when you're full of the word, you know, <laughs> there's so many, you can just just yeah. just go, but it's good anyway, so I just wanted to mention that, because uh the, the scripture is when he opened up the eyes, the eyes of their understanding of the scripture. So, amen. Yeah. And and think about that. You, you, you And how long they lived, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. The Bible doesn't tell us. That's all the information we've got. Yeah. But it does give us a glimmer. I'll tell you what, if you think it shook things in those days, <laughs> imagine this when, when the, 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 the dead in Christ rise first. Yes. And yes. we don't have all the light on that that we'd like to have at this point. Right. But right. imagine what what's going to be happening. Yes. I mean, it's like wow, it's going to be. So incredible. our sister's right about every eye shall see him, and when he come cometh with the clouds, who are the clouds? That's the great cloud of witnesses. That's the saints. It's not yeah. just glory clouds. It's the resurrection of all the saints with him. The cloud, great cloud. He comes with clouds. Amen. Yes. Every eye shall see. Wow, that day is coming soon. Amen. And Amen. if you look over here in, uh, uh, let's see here. I believe it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if you hold your place right there, we're going to go back to to uh, 1 Corinthians 15 here. We're skipping all around. <laughs> but you got to see the scriptures together, see? Yes. It's when they yes. come together, that's when the Holy Ghost brings understanding and illumination to us about this. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So Revelation chapter 1, hold your place there, and we'll come back to uh, 1 Corinthians 15. But it says here in uh, verse 5, it's it, well, verse mm-hmm. 4, it says there in, in uh, Revelation mm-hmm. 1, it says, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from mm-hmm. Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the mm-hmm. prince of the kings of the earth unto him oh, I love this verse unto him that loved us 
and washed us from all mm. our sins in his own blood, praise God, Amen. and has Hallelujah. made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. See, you talk mm. about a royal, majestic happening. Woo. When you got born Glory. again, you come into the family of God, your sins Hallelujah. were washed away, you got a brand new nature, and how God <laughs> sees us. See, this yes, is what yes, the Lord yes. said, and hath made us kings and priests. Mm. He, he put us in a robe of righteousness in royal mm. apparel. Hallelujah. So we're not just a sinner saved by grace, like a worm <clears throat> in the ground. Because no, we've mm. been made the very righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. And praise God, his triumphant, his victory is our victory. And now mm. we're not just associated with God. We're not just a friend yeah. of God. Yeah. We're in the family of God. Hallelujah. God. And so we, we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness, as it says there in Colossians mm-hmm. 1, into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom mm-hmm. we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Even God. the forgiveness of sins. So, Hallelujah. If you, if you read down here, let's read on here. And it made mm-hmm. us kings and priests unto God and his father, and to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold. He cometh with clouds. Now, this is what yes. Sister Elise was talking about here and asking. Mm-hmm. Behold, he cometh mm-hmm. with clouds. And this is mm-hmm. told in Matthew 24 mm-hmm. and several different places. We could look mm-hmm. at that if we had time. But he, 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 behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and every they also eye. which pierced him, and yes. all the of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Mm-hmm. And so what, what it's not going to be the believers that wail that seem no because why they're looking for him. Yeah. This is taught that when every eye sees him, that's like yeah. what it taught it's talking about there in Matthew 24. He said, you know, as, as, as fast as the lightning flashes from the East to the West. Yes. Yes. That's how fast it's going to be. Okay. Yes. So I wanted to bring that out there. The scripture that she was referring to there in Revelation one. Now go back to First Corinthians fifteen. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians and, fifteen. And this and this wailing again to touch on this. That wailing is not for the believers because we oh. we've already been made right. We've already prepared ourselves. His bride hath made herself ready. We're returning with him. And so the people that are wailing, all kindreds are those that aren't right. They're not ready. They weren't right. ready. They missed it. It's too late. And that's right. the side of it that we need to have this urgency to give our all, to win as many as we can, so yes. that they're not of this when they return. We return with him in their their wailing because it's too late. There, yes. There's no hope anymore, and that's where we get these other false <laughs> teachings that all these people are going to be saved. It is coming. But that goes against all the other rest of the scriptures to be ready and to be right. And if you're not, right. it is coming, then you will, the door is shut. You can't enter in. And that's yeah. why there's such a wailing there. And I know yeah. that's a hard thing to accept, but we know that mm-hmm. is the rest of the scripture to be ready. Mm-hmm. And these were not ready. And yep. so that's, that's why they're wailing. Yeah, exactly. They are. So first Corinthians 15, very good. At first Corinthians 15. Now here, this is. In verse 12, again, it says, Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Uh But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? Okay? And if Christ be not risen, then then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, Uh we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God, that he raised up Christ when he raised not up, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For uh-huh. if the dead rise not, then is not Christ risen. Okay? Uh-huh. This is what Paul's making abundantly clear here to them. And if Christ be not ris- raised, verse 17, your uh-huh. faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins, then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this right. is what dovetails right in to First yep. Thessalonians 4, okay? Mm-hmm. Because he's, he, he said there about those talking about to bring comfort to them mm-hmm. that their spiritual predecessors in Christ mm-hmm. who were believers, who were born again, mm-hmm. they uh, were going to be raised, Okay. Yes. And, yes. And so they were. It wasn't like they just 
would never see them again. Okay, now let's read on here. So then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are mm-hmm. of all men most miserable. Mm-hmm. Well, we're miserable because uh, mm-hmm. it's a dead end road. And that's mm-hmm. why a lot of times you hear people, you know, they're, and uh, people committing suicide, unfortunately, and people mm-hmm. because they see their situation as hopeless. That's why we mm-hmm. need to take hope to people that are hopeless, to give them an opportunity Amen. under the sound of the gospel to get born again to know that they can yes, be Lord. saved, that they can come into the family of God, then get right mm-hmm. with God, okay? And mm-hmm. so we're mm-hmm. not without hope. So now, but look what he goes on to say here. But now is Christ risen mm-hmm. from the dead and become the first mm-hmm. fruit of them that are slept, that slept. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he was raised first. Okay? Yes. So he was the yes. first fruit of them that slept. And again, you notice that word mm-hmm. sleep, asleep. Mm-hmm. And what does that mm-hmm. mean? The body is in the grave. Yes, has been laid aside. Their spirits no longer here on earth. Okay, Mm -hmm. so he says, for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Okay, Mm -hmm. and now he goes on verse 22, for as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But Mm -hmm. every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits afterwards, they that are Christ at what? At his coming. At At his coming. That is coming. Hallelujah. Singular. That is coming. Then cometh the end. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's talking about what? The first fruits of the resurrection. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. fruits of the resurrection. Then cometh the end when he shall be delivered up to the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority mm-hmm. and power. For mm-hmm. he must reign till he put all enemies under his feet. And the last enemy that mm-hmm. shall be destroyed is death. Okay. Yes. And the last enemy that's going to be uh, destroyed is death. And he talks about some mm-hmm. other things about um, death and uh, different, different. Uh, not all flesh is the same type of flesh, okay? Mm-hmm. In verse 39, mm-hmm. but I want to skip down for time's sake here, uh, down uh, to verse 50, okay? Can, can, you, read, can you read number, verse 34 just on your way there? Just okay. verse 34 too? Yes, awake to righteousness, yeah. And sin not, for some have not the knowledge yeah. Yeah. of God. So awake under right, awake under these things, and sin not. See, this will bring about a holy life again, living to sin not, because we don't have mm-hmm. to sin. Praise God! So Amen. awake under righteousness and sin not. Amen. Yes, praise God. Very true. All right. Um, so, verse fifty. Now, this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God; neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, mm-hmm. I show you a mystery: we mm-hmm. shall not all sleep. In other words, we shall not all die. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. This is again referring back to First Thessalonians fourteen, uh, four, mm-hmm. chapter four. He says, "But mm-hmm. we shall all be what changed? Changed to be changed. Those that have not fallen asleep; those who Amen. have not died." How are they going to be changed? We're already born again. We're mm-hmm. already as a believer as we're feeding on God's word. Uh, we're renewing our mind to the way God thinks, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in the process of our mind being saved or mm-hmm. our soul, you know, being saved. But then what's the last part of our redemption uh, that he's purchased for us? A glorified body. And this is what yes. he's talking about. Hallelujah. Right so we shall all be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. All right. In the moment. In the twinkling of an eye. Faster than you can snap your fingers. Woo, glory. All right. At what? At the last trump. And I want you to remember that because we're probably not going to get into that tonight. But this, Mm -hmm. when we talk about the last trump, you'll Mm -hmm. be amazed about what Mm -hmm. the New Testament talks about and the book of Revelation, how this all goes together. Mm -hmm. And it's glory. Amen. Amen. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet Mm -hmm. shall sound. What trumpet? The last trump. Mm -hmm. And the dead shall be what? Raised. How are they going to be raised? Incorruptible. In their body. Incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Who's we? Our spirits? No. Our spirits are already (laughs) born again. Our Mm -hmm. souls? No. They're in the process Mm -hmm. of being Mm -hmm. renewed. All right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. what's going to be changed? The physical body. The physical man. 
Yes. Yes. Now, praise God. Now, are you ready to shout? Look at this. Yes. So for this corruptible, talking about the body, must put on incorruption, and this yes. mortal must put on immortality. Yes. Okay? So right now, we're not, uh, we're, we're mortal beings. Mm-hmm. In other words, our, our bodies are death doomed. But there's coming a day, glory to God, that that's all changing. <laughs> it's not too far away. Glory to God. Amen? Change. Now, amen. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O Thank grave, you, where is thy sting? O mm. grave, where is thy victory? The strength mm. of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, glory to God, verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In, in generalities, in the great plan of God's redemption through the blood of Christ, but it's also specifically in context talking about the victory we have over the mortality of our body because one day, praise yes. God, we're going to receive a glorified body because Woo! in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, yes, we read Thank the Lord. Two, this mortal is going to take on immortality and death yes, is, is going to be swallowed up in life. And Praise this God. is going to be raised incorruptible. And that's mm. why he says there that the dead in Christ are going to rise first. How are they going to rise? Mm. They're going to mm. rise with a, a body that was once mortal, corruptible, and that corruptible body is going to take on incorruption. <laughs> to be, be like to be like our Lord Jesus Christ's body, physical Amen. body, resurrected, glorified. I swear. Amen. I think I just awesome? ate a T-bone steak, Pastor. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. I you cut out what? What did you say, Elise? I couldn't hear you. Okay, I don't know if I lost. She her said or not. something about eating a T-bone steak. Oh, I <laughs> said, you know, Pastor, I honest to goodness, it was like eating a T-bone steak. Well, <laughs> praise God. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, the T-bone steak is good, but I'll tell you, this is this is something, isn't it? But thanks it to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, verse fifty-eight, yes. my beloved brethren. Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always mm. abounding in the work of the Lord, mm. for as mm-hmm. much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So oh, what, glory. what we do for God, yeah. what we Amen. do for God counts. What we do for yes. God right now, yes. it matters what we yes. do for him. It matters Hallelujah. when we testify. It matters when we give. It matters when we serve. It matters because why? Because we know, just as we just read, Glory to God that guess what? That one day this mortal's putting on immortality. Death is going to be swallowed up in life once yeah. and for all. We're going to have a glorified body. No more yes. pains, no more, no Hallelujah. more sickness, no more death doom <laughs> situations that try to invade our physical body. Because praise God, as the temple of yes. the living God, our yes. body, it's yes. going to receive the glorification that yes. Jesus purchased 2,000 years ago. He purchased it. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Glory and, to God. And, and, and I love this scripture here too, backing up verse 45, it says, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam, which is Jesus, Jesus, our Lord Christ, was made a quickening spirit. See, he yes. quickens. He's coming back to judge the quick and the dead, meaning the saints that are quickened. He hath quickened us with him, raised us up with him, and seated us with him in his own right hand. So when he returns, when he says, behold, I come back quickly, three times in the last of Revelation, chapter 22 there, behold, I come quickly, I come quickly, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give it on to every man. It's this glorified body that we are to receive from the quickening spirit himself. So when he comes, he comes quickly. To quicken our mortal mortal bodies like his. Hallelujah. That's why he says, behold, I come quickly is to quicken us with him. 
Hallelujah. To raise yes. us up even with our physical bodies like we are spiritually now, seated with him. Now that's the joining of the bride, the two becoming one flesh. Praise God. And now we are forever one with him, spirit, soul, and body. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Hallelujah. Now that is exciting. That's that the type of salvation. That's the type of Christianity that everybody needs to hear about. Amen. Because, because he lives, we live. Yes. Because he was raised from the dead. We're, hey, we have been raised. Yes, Hallelujah. we have. And as we Hallelujah. read earlier, now we're kings and priests under our God. That's Praise the, God. I, I, and how does a king and a priest reign? Authority-wise, uh -huh. they do it from the seated position. Yes, they do. They do it from the seated position. How do they do it? By their words. How do we mm -hmm. how do we release heaven's ability and yep, heaven's yep. will into our life? By speaking yep. the word of God. That's by being right. in agreement with what God said. Amen. Hallelujah. God. Now, <laughs> slide back to First Thessalonians here before we Thank run you, out Lord. of time here in a minute. Um, look at this. Now we, we we read this before, but read this again now. So now you see a little bit of context. First Corinthians 15. Okay, now what he's talking about, because we see these scriptures together. So verse 14, 1 Thessalonians 4, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, mm -hmm. that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or precede them which are asleep. In other words, our uh, spirit, uh, our physically dead predecessors that were believers. For the mm -hmm. Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the mm -hmm. archangel, with the trump of God. And you mm -hmm. read about this consistently, okay, mm -hmm. in Matthew 24 and other places. But I always think about Matthew 24 because he gives more uh, more mm -hmm. explanation there. But mm -hmm. you're reading about the angels of God involved at his return. You're reading mm -hmm. about the trump of God right? Mm -hmm. The dead mm -hmm. in Christ rising first, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we're reading this here, we're reading exactly what he's saying, the trump of God, the voice of the archangel, the dead in Christ shall rise first, right? Mm -hmm. And when they mm -hmm. rise, what do they take with their body? They're receiving a, a immortal glorified body at that point, <laughs> right? Hallelujah. Then, praise God. I'm so glad for verse 17. Then we which are alive and remain, because I believe mm -hmm. we're going to see him. In the not Thank too you, distant Lord. future. I believe Thank he's you, coming Lord. soon. Hallelujah. But then we, he's talking about we which are alive and remain shall be caught mm -hmm. up together with them in mm -hmm. the clouds to meet mm -hmm. the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Then he just stretches mm -hmm. out for all the eons, e eternity. We're going to be mm -hmm. with the Lord. Hallelujah. So Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in the process of we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together. We also also receive a glorified body at that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, then that's exactly what it says there. First Corinthians fifteen, as we just read there, this mortal is going to in mm -hmm. the moment, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall mm -hmm. be changed. Who's we? Mm -hmm. We that are alive and those that were our spiritual predecessors in the faith. Mm -hmm. They receive first, then we receive immediately. And how? Yes. How quick that all. I, I don't know. All I'm glad of <laughs> that I know what's going to happen. Amen. It's going to happen. <laughs> we know, believe. We can slice Amen. it and dice it and say, well, is it five minutes or 10? I don't know. I can't tell you. And really, nobody else can either. But yeah, what we right. do know is, is it's going to happen to both the dead in it's Christ and those that are alive and remain. Amen. Amen. Now, here, just a little bit further here for tonight. Then in chapter five, he says, but of the times. And the seasons, brethren, you have no need that we write unto you. For mm -hmm. yourselves know perfectly. Now, he's still talking mm -hmm. about in the same contextual terms what he was talking about in chapter 4. Mm -hmm. which, again, this goes back to chapter 1 when he's talking about the coming of the Lord, the saints mm -hmm. gathering together with the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Returning right. with the Lord, soul together, okay? So we don't want to lose sight of that. It's important. So he goes on to say here, for you you know perfectly that the day of the Lord, okay, the day of the mm -hmm. Lord. Now, if you go back to chapter 4, verse 15, you see the phrase there, the coming of the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard people through the years, they, they try to slice it and dice it and say, well, the coming of the Lord is different mm -hmm. than 
the day of the mm -hmm. Lord. It's not. It's talking about the same thing. They're synonymous, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. We had time. We could go into Scripture after Scripture. The Bible is replete with that mm -hmm. type of terminology. You go back mm -hmm. to the prophets in the Old Testament, talks about these things. So anyway, mm -hmm. perhaps we'll get into that in another in another week or two. Uh, we'll We'll see how we're led to do. But so he says, for you yourselves know, he's, who's, mm -hmm. who's he talking about? He's talking about believers there. Know mm -hmm. perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Mm -hmm. And that's where people are like, yep, see, the Lord's coming as a thief in the night. We have mm -hmm. to see it in context, though. We got to keep mm -hmm. reading here. Because if we mm -hmm. stop there, yes, we'll more than likely be confused. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the Lord, again, this is supposed to be comforting with one another. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you as if the Lord's coming for me like a thief in the night and he's the thief, then mm -hmm. I got something to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. But as a Christian, he's not coming as a thief in the night because I'm looking for him. Okay. Mm -hmm. But okay, now then right. the Bible must answer the question, how is the day of the Lord coming as a thief in the night? Who's it coming mm -hmm. for? Well, let's mm -hmm. read on. I'm so glad that he goes on to continue his same mm -hmm. thought and develop it further. He says, mm -hmm. for when they shall say, peace and safety, then strud and destruction cometh upon who? You? Them. 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 Mm -hmm. Now, that's key. Because you can see right there in context, the day of the Lord coming as a thief in the night is on them, not you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if you're watching, which you should be, mm -hmm. and I believe you all are, if you're mm -hmm. watching keeping your eyes on Jesus, walking with him, mm -hmm. then you're mm -hmm. looking and anticipating his return. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in another place, unto them that look for him will he appear a second time apart from sin, right? Ready. It says that in yes, the book of love. Hebrews. Mm -hmm. So were you going to add something, brother? Were you going to say something? No, just, just there that I think it's in Timothy about loving his appearing. It, the, yes. There's, there's the, our desire where we love, I mean, we're we're looking forward to that day. We love his his appearing, and even in First mm -hmm. uh, Peter, there when he speaks at the appearing of Jesus Christ and the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. There, the grace is what we're talking about. What you're emphasizing here is his coming with the glorified body. There's a grace to be brought unto us even then at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hope yeah. to the end so that the grace would be brought unto you at the revelation. That's when he re he appears. He reveals himself the, with with all his saints. I mean, so it's another way to say it. I know it's there in First Peter, but the love of his appearing. Uh, yeah. That's what God's working in our hearts. We're so desirous of this. I always haven't been desirous of his appearing or to love it, but I am there now. I'm so desiring for the uh, for the appearing of our Lord, for the coming yeah. of our Lord, for the day of the Lord. But we know his patience, the long suffering means salvation. There's still some that are going to get right and get in mm -hmm. before it's too late. So that's why he hasn't yet appeared. Praise God. Right. So yeah. so I just felt that, you know, that part uh, of the uh, maybe I'll just look at it here as you go. But it's it, it's uh, where it says. Paul, again, love his appearing. So mm -hmm. I'll look for it as you're continuing to talk here. And Okay. Because that's, uh, that's part of this, what we're talking about, I know. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't love his appearing if we're not right with him. Exactly. We wouldn't love that. It wouldn't, wouldn't, we wouldn't look forward to it with anticipation because exactly. we would be looking for something else. So when they say, verse 3, chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians, for when they shall say, who's mm -hmm. they? Ungodly leaders, ungodly people that are giving voice to certain things. When they say what? Peace and safety. We got mm -hmm. it all under control. But guess what? It's not about their control. It's about what God's plan is going to come to pass. Mm -hmm. And they're mm -hmm. not going to thwart it in these last days. I can assure mm -hmm. you of that. Mm -hmm. So when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. As oh, travail cometh upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Mm -hmm. Well, when you think about escaping, what are you trying? You know, when if you if your house is on fire and you escape, what mm -hmm. what are you what are you doing? You're getting out of there before you burn up. Amen. If you escape out of a crash, 
uh, a car crash, you escape, you get out of there from right. something that's dangerous or deadly, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. this is what he's talking about. So the day of the Lord coming as a thief in the night for the people that are unprepared, then mm-hmm. they're they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Said they're yeah, in trouble. they are. So yeah, they, they are. shall not escape. That's what the Bible says. But ye, brethren, glory to God, verse 4. Mm-hmm. But ye, brethren, mm-hmm. are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. So right here, this answers the question. Going back mm-hmm. to verse 2, you know that mm-hmm. perfectly that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the mm-hmm. night. You, you see it again as if mm-hmm. verse 3 was not enough because mm-hmm. he, he it points out and spotlights who the they is for, on mm-hmm. them that are saying peace and safety, then sudden destruction's coming. But here mm-hmm. it says that you, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. So praise mm-hmm. God. Who's he talking to? Brethren. Who's he yeah. talking to? You yeah. and me. He's talking Amen. to believers all the way around the world today mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. day should overtake you as a thief, thief, uh-uh. wind, thief in the night, right? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you are all children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us be what let us watch and be sober for they that mm-hmm. sleep, sleep at night. Now he's talking about just natural sleep here and they that mm-hmm. be drunken or drunken in the night, but let us who are of the day, be sober, mm. putting on the breastplate of faith and love, mm. and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. Glory to mm. God. For Glory God, to God hath not appointed hope. us to wrath. All right? We see this again right here. God's not mm. appointed us to wrath, mm-hmm. but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, for that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him with him <laughs> so this is Hallelujah. this is good for the life now it's good for the life when he comes yes. because it's all good with him yes glory, to, is. God. glory then, to god so whether we're wake we or whether we sleep we should live together with him in other words then he transitions there back to that if you're sleeping or in other words you fall asleep in jesus it's still good mm-hmm. because to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord Right? Mm. We're going to Amen. Be together with him. Then in verse 11, wherefore comfort one another with the together. Wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another even mm. as you do. Praise yes. God. Praise God. So this should be an edification thing for us. It is this an edification. Should be, uh, uh, something that really lifts our spirits when we hear about this. When Jesus comes and he comes, and as fast as the lightning flashes from the east to the west, mm-hmm. and every eye is going to see him as we read in the mm-hmm. scriptures here tonight. Mm-hmm. And we have something with great anticipation to look forward to. Yes. In the return of the Lord. And we should yes. comfort one another, edify one another. And so, yep, the world's going down. The world's getting worse. The mm-hmm. world's trying to manipulate, control, mm-hmm. and radiate mm-hmm. fear even as mm-hmm. they do and control people in an mm-hmm. ungodly way. But mm-hmm. we know who's going to have the last say in it. Yes, we sir. What's going to be the last thing. And as Brother yeah. Aaron was talking about a few moments ago, what are we waiting for? What's he waiting for? Yeah. It says there in James 5. Yeah, the be precious patient, fruit of the earth. Under the coming of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Be patient, therefore, brethren, under the coming of the Lord. The mm-hmm. husbandman, talking about the Father God, he waited. What's he waiting mm-hmm. for? He waited mm. for the precious fruit of the earth mm. and hath long yes. patience until he received the early and the latter rain. Be ye also patient, mm-hmm. establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. That's yes, it does. Five says. So Draw what are you waiting on? We got work to do. We, we got, got some work, work to, do. to do. We've got <laughs> gospel to get out. Yeah. So I found that passage of scripture. I was speaking of loving as appearing. It's Second Timothy chapter four and verse six, uh, seven and eight read. This is the last epistle that Paul is writing. And this, you know, it's in the context here of preaching the word in season and out. And, you know, the time is going to come when men won't endure sound doctrine and heap unto themselves teachers having itching ears and turn their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things. Actually, this verse five, 
endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist. Amen. Make full proof of, of thy ministry for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. He knows it's time. He's going to be with the Lord very soon. Mm -hmm. And he says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. At that day again. There's the day, the coming of the Lord, the day of the Lord. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. There it is. Praise God. God. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love his appearing. Oh, glory to God. Yeah. That's that's what the the, Lord's uh, working in his people that we're in that place. We are that, that way of Mm -hmm. loving his appearing. Praise God. That's, that's why I know as you're stirred up and you're edifying and comforting one another, we're doing this together all the more as we see that day approaching. It, 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 it's bringing us into this place of loving his appearing and, and where we can say like Paul at the point where we're ready to be offered because we finished. We're not afraid. We fought the good fight. We've kept the faith. We have done it. And so he's saying this before he physically died because he finished his testimony. Amen. And he finished his course with joy. And so we can be of that same, uh, uh, approval of the Lord and to be able to say that however much long, longer we have, but to be able to say what Paul said, because this will be a, a given to us, not only to him, but also to all of us that he will, the righteous judge, give this crown of righteousness. That's another way to say, praise God. Now your crown, your body is now glorified with me. There's a crown of righteousness, a crown of life. And so praise God, may all of us come to that place and do everything we can to help others be ready in loving his appearing. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God, this is exciting (laughs) stuff. Yes. And, 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 you know, when you read the word of God, you crawl up into the scriptures, you let them speak to your heart. They're going to comfort your heart. They're going to edify you. They're going to draw you in to, to being hungrier, to do what you can to to make Amen. a difference for Christ, to yes. get the gospel out, to share your Amen. testimony, because each and yes. every one of you have an important testimony to share with other people. Yes. And and, and the as the Bible says there, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Yes, it and is. So when you're giving your testimony, you're really in, you're prophesying in one degree. <laughs> And, and and there's an inspired utterance that's given mm. to you to share what Jesus has done for you. So before mm. we come 